Welcome to Inflection Point Moment. I'm Jeff Heyer-Jones. And I'm Rhonda Peterson. We're here today to talk tips, tricks, and resources for growth-oriented small business owners. So let's jump in. Jeff, we are here. We it are. Is Monday at 12.15. Well, okay, my, my computer clock now says 12.16. Um, and we have an interesting topic today. The title is Your Emotional Wake, but that doesn't tell the whole story. The whole story is I was at a gathering, conference, whatever you want to call it, of a group. Okay, we're, I'm losing you. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, restream. Looks like it disconnects my camera and then reconnects them again. That's really weird. I don't know what Restream's uh, issue is. Hmm. We'll go with it and see what happens. Okay, there you go. So um, since we have a little bit of, we have a pause in the action here, let's invite anybody who's with us to let us know you're with us. Please uh, type in the chat that you're here. Um, obviously we'll know your name because it'll come up there, but you know, any kind of greeting, any kind of questions you have as we go forward, please type them in the chat. We will do our best to, um, stay connected and respond to them. The last few weeks we had had some challenges with, um, LinkedIn streaming for some strange reason. And now we're having challenges with Jeff's camera streaming, but hey, whatever, at least hopefully we'd be able to hear you in that situation. Um, but we'd love to have any of your input on this. So I kind of got off track. Not that that's ever happened before. Um, the title is your emotional wake at this gathering that I was at. Um, a guy named Justin Janowski was speaking. He is a sales guru and, and, um, he made this quote or he made this comment that I turned into a quote because it hit me between the eyes. True leaders have an awareness of their emotional wake. So, I mean, that has such deep meaning for me as somebody who's very attuned to leadership, to your mindset as a leader, to when you are um, leading your team in your business or whether it's a business or whether it's um, you're, you have a team within an, uh, another, <laughs> a larger company. This is, I'm sorry, I'm laughing because you keep coming out. All of a sudden I'm by myself and then Jeff's back. It's what? And you know, I can't, I just did a quick Google cause uh, that thing came up that said if it continues to happen to call restream. So I was trying to see <laughs> if there's a troubleshooting thing. Yeah. What's, what's interesting, Jeff, is you're still, I could still hear you. Can you hear me okay. now? I can, I can hear you. Okay. But right now you're just speaking. There's now you're on your other camera. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Let's try and move over to this one and see what happens. Speaking of your wake. <laughs> yeah. I just keep changing which direction I'm going to show up, I guess, today. <laughs> is this like when you're water skiing, you ski across the wake? I don't know. That's kind of what it looks like. Yes. 
Um, so this uh, this guy when he when he made this quote, it was really impactful for me because I've heard that expression before several years ago, several years ago, a leadership um, training process that I was in, a guy named Henry Cloud, Dr. Henry Cloud, who is a psychologist. You've actually heard about him before because when we talk about former four leaders, uh, Henry Cloud is the one who wrote the book, The Power of the Other, that has corner four leaders in it. So um, in this training he was doing several years ago, he was talking about what your emotional wake is and is as a poor leader that there could be a lot of wounded people that are left in the wake of the boat that you're driving as the leader and that there could be blood in the water, you know, sharks coming along after. It was not a pretty picture of this description of your emotional wake that Henry Cloud had. So when I heard that, and there have been some leadership things that I've been involved with where some people have an emotional wake that they're leaving and they don't seem to be aware of the implications of what they're doing. So it really, it really, really stuck with me. And as we're talking about emotional intelligence, which is actually the topic for the month, this month, and actually it may be the topic for several months, digging deeper and deeper into emotional intelligence, but, um, Knowing what your emotional wake is, is really important. Recognizing how you're coming across to the people that you're leading in your organization, to your vendors, to your customers, all those parts of your emotional wake are really important. Yeah. I mean, just so critically important. And actually in order to be a, um, successful business owner, I don't know how you can not do that. It could be argued that, I mean, like Elon Musk doesn't seem to be too concerned about his emotional wake. There are some other high profile business owners who also don't seem to be too concerned about their emotional wake. But for us as small business owners, and if anybody is connected to us on inflection point moments, I think they have at least some level of awareness of the fact that, hey, as a small business owner, I need to be attuned to how I'm impacting those people around me. What is the emotional wake I'm leaving behind me? So I I was thinking about how do you define the emotional wake? Because, you know, there's the picture of it, that there's that wake behind you. And I know you're you're a boater and a skier and all that good fun stuff. So you have much more of a physical representation of that than I do. I have a figurative one in my head. You know what it's like because you're driving the boat across the lake. Yeah. Or the jet ski, as the case may be. Yeah, yeah that could be too. Either way. So I thought a good definition of it is your emotional wake is the way people feel after they interact with you. When they leave your presence, 
go about their way in the world, what are they feeling having interacted with you? Are they feeling heard? Are they feeling understood? Are they feeling like, well, that was a waste of time. So it's really important that we understand that our role is global. Yes, we have to get the work done, but it's so important to recognize that we have to get the work done in a way that we're interacting with other people and that that interaction needs to be positive and it needs to be um, engaging in a way that we are aware of how we're impacting the other. Thanks. So very well said. Thank you. Okay, we can quit now. No, <laughs> no I, I agree with that completely. And I, I think, you know, as a leader, it's being in tune to what um, what those what your own emotions are to oh, know, how, so true. But you know how you interact with others and, and what type of a wake that you're you're leaving, you know, I've been on teams before where the leader, you know, the kickoff a discussion comes in, yelling, screaming, throwing things. And, you know, you just think of the boat just running over, running right through the room and just the wake, and, and, you yeah. know, wonder why no one's talking, <laughs> engaging in their meeting. Yeah. I, I need you to give me feedback. Well, the risk of giving feedback when you walked in the room like that. Yeah. That's Jeff, that is such a great example of somebody because emotional intelligence, the first step of emotional intelligence is recognizing your own emotions, having emotional self-awareness. Now that person who walked in the room, and that was how they kicked things off. Clearly, there are some emotions that this person feels. Let's just say that. Now, whether they're in tune with those emotions or whether they are able to control those emotional emotions, that's part of the second component of emotional intelligence, which is self-regulation. Clearly, that person was not having a good self-regulation moment at that point in time. Yeah. <clears throat> but ooh, so instead of coming in and just mowing everybody down, what do you think? How do you how do you think that the that the room would have been able to respond more effectively because you can you can communicate that there's something not going the way you want to want it to without the screaming yelling yeah matter of fact that's that's probably not going to get you where you want to go so how have you not, not nothing like putting you on the spot jeff but how have you um, been able to engage 
in a discussion like that without coming in screaming and yelling? I think, you know, for me, it's taken that, that deep breath at times. And, you know, I've even told leadership teams that I've led that, hey, look, I'm not having the greatest of day. Yeah. You know, so, you know, I might ask for the team to start out with, share some good news with me. You know, <laughs> Please, I need some good news. <laughs> this hasn't been a great day, like, so far. Like, you know, here's here's what it is. Or, you know, I'm feeling a little off today. Mm-hmm. Have transpired that you know are out of my control or whatnot, and I think sometimes sharing that, you know, as a leader makes you seem more human and not infallible to to these things where you know people can oh I've been there yeah you know, the one not having a great day, um, and I think sometimes just even sharing that just in a very calm manner can really kind of set that you know, set that tone for the meeting um, or even trying to put that stuff aside when there is a rough, you know, write some of it down before you're going into a meeting. You know, yeah. oftentimes it's not the, the people, it's a process or something else that's manifesting and, and make sure that you don't take that out on, take that out on others and those around you you know, because there's something else going on. I, you know, it's so much of what you can control is the way that you respond to things and you have a choice. Yes, yes that's so true. Choices. You can come in here like a tornado, throwing stuff and yelling and screaming and everything, or you can choose to, you know, react in a way of what's in your control. And ultimately what's in your control is your, your behavior. That is so very true. And I'm just thinking, to be honest with you, I feel sad for the person who came into that room screaming and yelling and throwing things and whatever the heck they were doing in that moment, because what is their reputation going to be? Who's going to want to work with them? And as small business owners, if we're acting like that, what? who wants to work with us? Who wants to be our customer? Who wants to be our vendor? Who wants to be on our team to help us make things happen, to make our business functional and growing? Uh, And not very many people, not the people you want to have be on your team. Because if you're attracting people that are acting like you are in that kind of a situation, you're attracting a bunch of people that are volatile and this is not the kind of culture you want to build. I'm just saying. Yeah. That's so, so very true. And I, you know, I'll say that that particular uh, leader um, I found out kind of later uh, that there was a pact with people. Uh, They, they were in another, another group, but group of leaders that I was in, there was kind of a pack that if this leader was named the leader over the group that I was in, there were at least four people that were planning to walk out. Um, And just amazed, amazed me, uh, you know, to learn that after, kind of after the fact, and then even those that didn't kind of come together to make that pack all had a very similar you know, I had similar experiences and I told the leader that I worked for at the time that, you know, I'll just let you know now, 
if this person is named as the new person and I can get along with just about anyone, I will not work for someone that is like that. Yeah. That abrasive. And I will, I'll quit uh, or find something in very short order. Um, You know, so I think when you talk about that reputation, you know, and it's everyone has a bad day. We're not talking. Oh, absolutely. Every once in a while, you kind of have this, you know, this was a, day in and day out behavior of uh, this particular leader. And, you know, it was, it was a shame to see, you know, and, and to be a part of, you know, when you were in a meeting uh, where this person was, cause you never knew what you were going to get day to day, you know, when that unloading would occur, you know, you want to talk about leaving a huge wake and a lot of the, uh, what I'll call the meetings after the meetings on. Oh, yes. (laughs) Can you believe that? Really? The way that this happened or the way that this transpired. And, you know, I think, uh, you know, I don't know what it, what it uh, was with that particular leader, but I also know they didn't take well to people pointing those things out that, you know, that never went, you know, went well. It wasn't like there was a, a moment of not knowing that this is how you were behaving, if that makes sense. So, you know, I think sometimes people will choose battles on will they provide feedback or not um, based on what their past history is with you. And, you know, it is, uh, it's a tough thing to see when when that happens, when people leave kind of carnage in, in the wake, you know, wow. as coming in and going out of meetings. Uh, and it's mentally and physically, it's just exhausting. Well, and being in a meeting with someone like that is, you know, if you know that person's going to be in the meeting, your anticipation of the meeting is not a positive thing. Yeah. Then you get in the meeting and you're just constantly on edge because you don't know when the shoe's going to drop. Yeah. So, 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 so true. Yeah. So let's flip that because we do have a choice. Excuse me. We have a choice of whether we're going to act like that. And I, and to be honest with you, I'm believing that most of the people that are on this, that are listening to this are not people who would remotely think about doing this intentionally. That being said, there can be some times when you unintentionally respond in a way that's not what you expected to have come out or it's it's misunderstood or there's just a difference of opinion and things go sideways. Let's just phrase it that way. Yeah. And so then you have to figure out, okay, how are we going to work through this in a way that's respectful to everyone that you can hold your boundaries, but that you allow other people to also hold theirs. And as the leader, so one of the things we have to recognize is that as the leader, there's um, a weight that we carry because, um, we may have, actually, as the business owner, we definitely have this. 
we sign the paychecks. And so people have to give weight to what we're saying. But we also have to recognize that in order for them to be really um, respecting us and knowing that we're respecting them, there has to be a reciprocity there. And in order for them to contribute their best to the organization, we need to have an emotional connection where they feel safe, where they trust us, where they are in, um, where they are bought into the vision of the company and where we're going. And they know that their contribution to that vision is important. If you have people who believe that about what you're doing, the emotional wake you're leaving behind you is a wonderful thing because the people are connected. They're plugged in and they know that even if you have a bad day, that this is a bad day. This is not a habit or a pattern or it's never going to change. And you know, that whole safety thing, if you're having a bad day and you've created that safety and trust within the organization, you can say, Hey guys, I'm having a bad day. Please, you know, just give me grace on that, that I'm having a bad day. And your people will be like, what can we do to help you? Cause yeah. I'm sure that's what your people were doing. Just Night and day, different yeah. approaches and very different outcomes. Yes. About the outcomes of those two, you know, to, to build that type of a culture where it's okay to have a bad day. You don't take it out. And the things that people will do, I know for me personally, leaders that, that were that transparent uh, throughout my career um, were the ones that I would do anything for, even if they were having a bad day or they raised their voice or threw a pen down on the desk and frustrated. It, like, it doesn't, you know, it's not a normal pattern of behavior where it's like, oh, what's going to happen? That's wow, that's really outside the norm. Something must be going on. Yeah, exactly. I mean, if if I was in a meeting with a client or a vendor and there's somebody that I know is even keel, trustworthy, we've got a, a strong relationship going and they throw their pen down on the table because something's going on. Okay. Let's step back. I know you've got something going on that I can't see right now. How do we need to move forward today based on what you've got going on? Yep. Is today the day we need to do whatever we're doing? Do we need to hold up? How do we, how are we going to move forward? And that's where that emotional wake is so important to know that to have that emotional intelligence to know for yourself and to be able to read it in the person that you're talking to. Yeah. Because that's the empathy and the um, being aware of how the other person is responding, is re not reacting, is responding to what's going on in their world. It, most likely has nothing to do with you unless of course you just had to deliver the news that you know like the cost of your product has gone up 3x <laughs> that yeah. went over so well <laughs> yeah that that could cause a little bit of a quick emotion right but yeah exactly it's so uh you know i think that does make the the night or day difference and knowing you know as a leader even when you 
might feel like you don't have a choice, you always have a choice in how you choose to respond to whatever it is that's going on in the business, outside the business. Um, right. And what that looks like. And one of the most important things from the standpoint of the self-awareness part is recognizing that if this person who's even keel is throwing their pen down, it's not you. It could be they had a fight with their wife or their kid is acting out or, you know, or they found out from the, another person they just talked to that the price was going up three X yep. and, and they're still, that's in the back of their head. I mean, cause any of us, if we heard the price was going up three X, it'd be in the back of our head and we'd be going, ah! yeah. So, yeah, it's the, um, having this emotional self-regulation for yourself and the compassion for the person that you're talking to, to recognize that and to be, when you're in a meeting, to be able to read the room and I mean, just seeing people's faces, you can read for most people. There are the poker faces in the room, of course. Always. We are not that. No. <laughs> no, we are not. No, not at all. No, absolutely not. I mean, I could, I couldn't hide things if I wanted to on my face. That that would be nice if I could do a little more of that. But so, therefore, I will not be um, playing world poker. No, not happening. <laughs> Still, um, it when you can read the room and the people that are on your team and and be aware of the emotional intelligence. And sorry, to have the emotional intelligence to read the room, know where you are, to understand where the others are, then you can leave an emotional wake that will make your people, whether they're your team members, whether they are your vendors, whether they are your customers, incredibly loyal. Yeah. And it just brings everybody together in a really strong way. Yeah, this is a great, a great uh, topic to cover because I think there's so many things that uh, come at business owners from all sides. You know, we so talked true. a little bit about pricing going up. You know, I know that's a, a challenge for a lot of business owners, not just on what they're feeling from their vendors and, and suppliers, but also what they have to do to, you know, to keep up price. So, and there's all these things that are always competing, whether it's outside factors like that, new competitors, uh, staffing challenges that many business owners are having. And yeah, all of those are, are things that are, I'll say somewhat out of our control as business owners, but we can yep. control how we choose to respond and what we choose to do with, with those cards that we've been dealt, right? And, and how are we going to continue to move forward? That's so very true. Yeah. We, because as you said earlier, the only thing that we can control is our response to these things that are coming at us. So we can either go bananas. I'm not saying that I've never done that, but I would prefer to not do it in front of my team or the customers. That's one of those things where you need a safe place. You need a place where you can let your hair down and go crazy, not throw things. I mean, we let's try not to do that, but you need a safe place to be able to process what's going on and say yeah. 
things out loud to get them out of your head so that you're not going into the room and saying stuff that really is unnecessary. Yeah. Know your audience is one of the ways to phrase that. Just know your audience and find those places where it's safe, whether it's a consultant you can talk to, whether it's a fellow business owner that can relate, whether it's a coach, all of those people are going to understand because that's what they do. Some people may be able to talk to their spouse about it without having it go bananas and, you know, go down a road of another kind of emotional wake. It yeah. just all depends. You, you have to know who those people are that you can talk to. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's what's, what's so important. And then even having that trusted person in your, your corner that can let you know when you're leaving a not positive wake. You know, because sometimes you don't know, you know, you might get right. out of a funk or whatever, and you just, you just don't know. Yeah, <clears throat> this is true. And it is important to have those people in your life who can speak that into you in a way that you can hear it, in a way that you trust them to give you that feedback Yeah, and not, not dump on you with it, but just say, hey, yeah, I might want to think about this for a minute. Yeah. Yeah. So, so critically important. Yeah. So that is thinking about your emotional wake. Would love to have anybody who, as they're thinking about their emotional wake, when they are watching the um, live stream or listening to the podcast later, um, you know, type a note in the chat to us about any of your questions or insights around this, because this is a really important topic. It's such, you know, it sounds like such a small thing, but just as a wake behind the boat kind of starts spreading out, your emotional wake spreads out too. Yeah. It, it really does. And we need to be attuned to that and aware of it. So we are going to sign off for now and we'll be back to talk more about emotional intelligence next week. We, we are jumping on a topic bandwagon that um, is having a resurgence. It started out in the late nineties. Actually, it started earlier than that, but there was a book written about it in the late nineties by Daniel Goleman. And it is really coming back to the fore somehow um, since the pandemic started, this has become a much more important thing that people are looking at. It's always been important. It's just people are paying attention to it. Now. Yeah. So, so we're going to do some exploration. A lot of it. Yeah. So a fun journey the next couple of weeks. Talking absolutely. About yeah. Yes. That is what we're going for. So Jeff, have a great week. You go, too. Go spread a positive emotional wake with those uh, lacrosse kids this afternoon for their uh, first game, first regular season game of the season. And we will see you next Monday. Yeah, see you then. Okay, have a good one. Thanks for joining us for this episode. If you want more resources similar to this, follow our LinkedIn company page. Just search for Inflection Point Hub on LinkedIn and follow us there.